Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening, good afternoon, my friend. How are you tonight? It's a cold night here, Dave, in Southern California. I believe they call it. Yeah, I believe they call it winter. (laughs) (laughs) It's like December in Southern California. It's like, no, but seriously, like high 40s, dude. I'm I'm a little chilly. Well, I, I hate to say it to all the folks out there in Minnesota, New Hampshire. Yeah, when it drops below 50 in Southern California, LA, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, we get a little pouty. Well, right? look, I grew up in Canada, so I'm lo- I'm used to the ice fishing jokes and all the rest of it. So, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I got a good situation now in SoCal, but hey. I've had some pretty harsh winters. Let's just be honest. Yeah, you have you have much much worse than me. And that, you were saying earlier, he had to have the fireplace on, so that's when you know oh, it's yeah. serious. And oh yeah, fireplace fireplace is on when it's fifty five degrees. <laughs> I know. I, I hey, I'm first. I'm the first to admit when it comes to the cold stuff, I'm a little bit wimpy. So oh, uh, let's gosh. get that right out. Well, good there. to I'm, see you, my friend. Good, good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I feel pretty good despite the country and the world uh, coming to an end. <laughs> I feel right. Other than that, yeah, feeling pretty that, good. Other than that, dogs and cats sleeping together, mass hysteria, right? Thank you for that Ghostbusters reference, Dave. There you go. Hey, lots to get to everybody. I know that you've been keeping track of things. The news doesn't stop. You know, the the sun up and down, up and down, and uh, uh, the world keeps spinning. So, um, hey, you know how like uh, the lefties keep telling us conservatives, uh, you know, whatever you're talking about, you don't have any proof, so shut up and go away, right? So let me see, <laughs> right. they did the, you know, the whole Russiagate thing. Well, right. we, we did get we did get a lot of good evidence on that proving them. Well, you know, uh, uh, COVID's bad for you. You're going to die. If you don't take the vaccine, you're going to die. No, now we have proof, <laughs> right, that uh, you're right. full of crap. And uh, when you take that vaccine many times, you're going to drop, uh, you're, you're, you're going to drop, drop dead. dead. Yeah. Now the last one. Yeah. Here we go with, with we all go. the nonsense about the elections and, and, and Twitter stuff and uh, yeah. Jack Dorsey. The CEX CEO of Twitter getting up there many times, Capitol Hill. Hey, Jack Dorsey, does Twitter shadow ban? Don't shadow ban, no. Oh, no. We don't shadow shadow ban. And and certainly not because of the way you you think politically. We definitely don't do that. We don't oppress anybody uh, of any censor. So now we have the proof. Thank you, Elon Musk. I swear he's going to go down as the greatest truth teller of all yeah, time i'm forget I about his that. electric cars i you know I, yeah. you know yeah. get that one yeah um and it's also good members to we have some new terms frank yes sir i'm learning uh, all about shadow banning yeah visibility filtering or vf yeah you know it's all these these new tech terms that you have to sub stacking you yeah. know <laughs> so it just uh, this was the the second drop we've had we had the first last week which kind of exposed the whole hunter biden and we talked about all, that we yeah. talked about that. We knew, so Last we don't have to show. rehash that. Yeah. But now, it, uh, certainly, multi, multi, I guess in the thousands of, of, of texts, uh, of Twitter messages going, oh, tweets, excuse me, going back and forth, that yes, indeed, that conservatives were banned. I don't care if it's yeah. Dan Bongino, uh, uh, um, you know, Charlie Truth, Hurt, yeah. Charlie Kirk, the whole shebang. Um, yeah. All the way down the line, and the proof is now in the in the pudding. Yeah. And. Um, uh, it, it it really hits on multiple levels of dis- complete deceiving and lying. And guess what, folks? Twitter does matter to the world. It does matter to politicians, the entertainment community. Frank, what what are your thoughts on that? And it, there's mul- and there's other layers to this, right? Yeah, hundred percent, Dave. Yeah. So let's unpack the story a little bit for our listeners at home. So this was the second big drop of Twittergate, which I'm now calling Twittergate. Basically. Hmm. Elon Musk's, you know, pushing all this uh, truth stuff out to a couple of reporters. And let, let's unpack this because it's, 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 it's a bit of a complicated story, but I want to try to keep it simple for everybody at home. And, and that's the best way to do it. So 
the general counsel of Twitter is a guy named James Baker, not to be confused with former Secretary of State James Baker. He's a different guy, <laughs> but right. James Baker. Now, this is the same James Baker who used to be assistant general counsel at the FBI under James Comey, who had to resign in disgrace, Dave, because he was responsible for all the Russiagate BS and all of the um, Steele dossier and the FISA warrants, all the rest of it. So that was James, uh, sorry, that was James Baker who drove that initiative under James Comey at the FBI at the time. He resigns in disgrace. Where does he go? He goes to Twitter. Okay, to and, and even, so, even before you yeah. keep going though, yeah. just think yeah. about what, what you just said. Yeah. The former counsel to the, uh, the corrupt FBI, yeah. in a heartbeat, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, hires so this he, guy. Yeah, so boom, he goes to Twitter right away. And oh, by the way, by the, and 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 by the way, Fauci's daughter works at Twitter as head yeah, of product management. Just yeah. FYI, um, he goes to Twitter. And why does he go to Twitter? So I've pushed this out on our social media, Dave, a bunch, but people should understand this. Twitter is not a company. Twitter is not a business. Twitter is a national security asset through which narratives are pushed by various nation states and non-nation state actors. Now, first, people have to understand that as the factual truth. That is the truth. So James Baker goes there as, as general counsel, meaning the head lawyer. And what do they do? They have all these, and this is now came out in the second Twitter drop that was just two days ago. We're recording this on December the 9th. This came out December 7th. All these drops clearly show there were multiple internal executive groups that have been banning and shadow banning and throttling back conservative views or just outright uh, eliminating them, just, just taking them off the platform uh, for the last several years. The most important of which is the Hunter Biden story, the laptop from hell leading up to the 2020 election. New York Post story broke it. Miranda Devine was the reporter. They broke the story in the three weeks leading up to the election. They, they shut down the New York Post's uh, account on Twitter fourth leading newspaper in the United States, oldest newspaper in the United States, founded, founded by Alexander Hamilton, by the way, one of our Ooh, founding fathers. Right. And so all as if all that wasn't bad enough, and in the second Twitter gate drop this past week, what it showed that was not just James Baker, he was filtering the information that was being let out to the reporters by Elon Musk. Not only that, Dave, he was evidence tampering, okay? He was actually, doc he was taking out all references to the FBI and the DOJ that were in these files before they were made public and given to these reporters. So he is guilty of evidence tampering, the DOJ, and quite possibly the White House, because my question is, Dave, who was directing him to do this, okay? Who was directing him? And somewhere... We will find out through sub congressional subpoenas under the Republican-controlled House somewhere we will find out who is directing mm. Baker to do this. There is an email. There is a text message. There is Absolutely. something somewhere. Who was directing him to do this? That is the ultimate smoking gun. That is what's leading back to the, – the, the, here's, here's the thing, Dave. Yeah. People should be incredibly worried that the national security apparatus of our nation is controlling the narrative – in the largest social media company on the planet. And that uh, control affected the outcome of the 2020 election because and, we now know that yep. up to 20% of people said they would not have voted the way they did if they knew this information. I hate to say it also the 2022 election because we also know now that uh, Katie Hobbs, the quote unquote new governor of Arizona was also just recently working with Twitter. Hey, uh, nice summary, Frank. Um, yeah, so Twitter's uh, uh, you know their general counsel 
this this Baker scumbag. Right. Um, and I, I think it even took he, just from judging from a couple of his reaction. I think even Musk was was a little surprised at what he had found. And it took him up until just two days ago. We're recording this on yeah. uh, the 12th of uh, December in our year yeah. of our Lord, 2022. It took him up to three, just three days that we finally fired this. Not this, only uh, not only uh, that, Dave, but apparently and I take Musk at his word on this. He, yeah. he actually apparently did not even know. That's the reason he fired Baker was because he didn't even know that Baker was suppressing and filtering out Ooh, right. information that was in these files. So these files were basically being lifted off the servers and so forth by the engineers at Twitter that Musk has put in, former Tesla engineers that he's put in place. And then Baker was basically sifting through what was about to right. be released and doctoring what was to be released. In other words, evidence tampering. This was election interference, and he was doctoring evidence potentially in a federal trial this guy is in he, deep trouble yeah i <laughs> i can't wait for him to do the perp walk uh so we now have a, a really solid confirmation that back channels were used between biden and the dnc and yes. twitter oh we so know that they're, they're, that's they're, absolutely true yeah we know so that already so they're in communication yeah uh whether it's an, an obama acolyte or a valerie jarrett hey they're saying hey twitter sure. people we want yeah. you to suppress this and this and, hey by the way that includes uh, suppression about anything uh, anti-Fauci uh, yeah. uh, yeah. COVID uh, information. And I want to bring uh, up one important point here, Dave. Uh, so Mark Elias, who m- most of our listeners will know, Mark Elias is like uh, the mirror opposite of Steve Bannon. So Steve Bannon on our side for War Room, Mark Elias is the Democratic lawyer operative who controls, the, he's the puppet master. He controls all the strings. He controls the Soros money. He controls which way Obama is going to blink. He controls where Valley Jarrett's going to sing. He controls everything. And he's a very, very smart and cunning individual. I will say that. I actually do follow him on social media. He's a very, very smart guy. He His strategy has helped them to win all over the place. Now, the reason for bringing his name up is because his fingerprints, Dave, and that of his law firm, Perkins Coie. Does that name sound familiar, Dave? Oh, Perkins yeah. Coie? Okay, so let's just tell our listeners at home. Perkins Coie is a very big far-left law firm that basically owns Washington, D.C., owns K Street, owns the lobbyists there on the left-hand side. Now, why is it important? Where did James Comey used to work before he became FBI director? Perkins Mm -hmm. Coie. Where does he work now as an advisor? Perkins Coie. (laughs) Where does does Mark Elias work as uh, as a lawyer right now? Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie. Who did James Baker work for before he came into government? Perkins Coie. Uh, who Who is he constantly an advisor with all the time? Perkins Cooey. Okay, so you see the you see the the issue here now, Dave, right? So this law firm is implicated up to its eyeballs, okay, in deep doo-doo as it relates as it relates to election interference. Uh, I don't like these people. Um also just yesterday, uh, dude, um Twitter had something called the Trust and Safety Council. Can you believe that? There was there ah. nothing trust, trustworthy or safe. Well, that's the whole point. Just about as, soon as, you, as soon as you name something like that, again, Dave, it goes back to what we said, like about how, when Democrats name things like a bill, yeah. oh, the Trust and Unity Bill, oh, the, the Voting Rights Act. It has nothing to do with voting rights. No, we'll it, it, to... it has all to do about control. Like when, when you have like a Trust and Security Council inside a company, you think you can trust them? No. <laughs> everybody read 1941 again it's, it's right it's right that's where it all you know it was first displayed and there were there was some idiotic thing it's the child sexual exploitation prevention act and and the and the these idiotic words where they're doing pretty much the exact opposite because it's right. like we want to have more uh, trans folk uh reading library books to kids in library right um so i mean at this point will we see, will this be lead to any 
prosecute prosecution? Yeah, yeah, I think it will be. Just embarrassments. No, I think it will. I think, you know, you got Jim Jordan running House Judiciary now on the Republican side of the new Congress. You're going to see congressional subpoenas. But I do think that they've they've wargamed this out on the Democratic mm. side. So you're going to see congressional subpoenas. They'll come and testify. There'll be criminal referrals. And then what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Slap on the wrist. They've actually, yeah. the Dems, to, to their credit, have smartly calculated this out. And they're going to throw certain people under the bus. Dave, the worst thing that can happen to you if you defy a congressional subpoena or if you show up and lie, it's a it's a high-level misdemeanor. So it's one year in jail. You can't get more than 12 months. And for some people, it's worth it. So I think so, they've already yeah. figured out they're basically going to sacrifice. There's going to be some sacrificial lambs here. They're going to throw these people under the bus. And it was worth it because this is not like criminal court. This is a congressional subpoena. So it's got very it's, the teeth are much different than in a, a court of a, a federal a federal or a, a court of law. Sad to say that is the case. We these people might not spend a day in jail. Maybe it might just be an, a big embarrassment and and kind of sh- at least show the world what they're about and the DNC. So we'll right. we'll see how this rolls out starting in January when we take over the House of Representatives. That'll be good. Uh, uh, hey, um, crummy news on the election front again. Yeah. This will be our last. <laughs> it, what this is the the ninth of December. We finally got a finished election <laughs> a month after it was supposed to have ended. Right. Right. You know seriously. 31 days it yeah. took maybe more with 33 days yeah so uh down there in georgia uh herschel walker fell short um i think he won i'm gonna just yeah. say it right there yeah um you don't win every down ballot race and win the governorship by five six points and lose like he did yeah uh, i yeah he wasn't the greatest candidate ever but guess what warnock was an absolute scumbag and a creature yeah. uh, uh from yeah. the lagoon and once again, we can point fingers at the RNC in charge, McConnell, yeah. Ron McDaniel, Ron for McDaniel. not. We were outspent yeah. two to one over there. Yeah, yeah uh, let's and talk, then, yeah, but let's let's unpack that story. Sure, it's really, it's a really really good story to unpack. And I actually I heard this really thoughtful analysis of all places on you know Fox News the other day, which I don't watch. I think Fox is for stupid people, quite honestly. Uh, I highly suggest people watch War Room or other other places. But um, this was an interesting analysis. And to your point, Dave, every single down ballot Republican race in the state of Georgia outside the city of Atlanta, Republicans won every single seat. Okay, and let me just repeat that on a statewide basis. So whether it was state legislature, Senate, Board of Supervisors, counties, towns, every single one. Okay, outside of Atlanta, which is like a far left city, just like L.A., was won by Republicans. So. The question is, how does that happen? If you look at the picture of of, 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 of Georgia, it's all red, right? Sure. Except for the city of Atlanta, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe one other uh, metro urban area. How does that happen? And how does Herschel Walker lose? Now, there's a couple of theories of the case. Sure. Uh, let's talk about the one that people don't want to talk about, but let's talk about it. The Trump factor. Okay. He was the Trump endorsed candidate. Um a lot of people, you know, and, and you got Governor Kemp who won no problem. OK, now Kemp distanced himself from Trump. He won all the moderates and independents in the middle and he won the governorship. No problem in Georgia. If you look at the MAGA candidate, like in this case, Walker, untested, first time, MAGA full throttle. And it was close. Right. It was 50 50. Basically, it was within like a couple, I mean, a few thousand votes, basically, after millions of votes cast. 
Um, so you could say, well, you know, heads, tails could go either way. A lot of people say that was the deciding factor, right? Like rather than risk it being 50-50, put yourself in the Kemp strategy, get yourself another five, six, seven, eight, nine points by being a bit more moderate. What say you? Um, I think, I think Herschel Walker won that <laughs> race. Okay. So here, here it is. Um, forgetting those kind of side factors. Um, I think the, just like when you go to buy the old fashioned days, you'd go to a little, uh, uh, meat factory and you yeah. buy your meat at the butcher. They had old expression, putting your, your thumb on the scale. Thumb on the scale. So yeah. the Democrats have perfected decade after decade of how to uh, scam and manipulate the voter rolls yes, and the harvest balloting thing. Yeah. And the mail-in. Yeah. The mail-in. Georgia, yeah. Arizona, okay. From purple to blue states Nevada. all yeah. have millions of votes. Uh, I'm sorry, ballots going out there yeah. that are initially unaccounted for. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, we could say uh, it, using Florida as an example, they've done a great job of cleaning up their system and Definitely one of the reasons why, why DeSantis won by 19 points. I think he would have won anyway, pretty comfortably. Yeah. Certainly there's part of that. So I think we have to take a deep breath and not point fingers. And we have to kind of live in their world now. Unless you have a great secretary of state, which we only, uh, you know, count them up. I think we, we, there's far, we have far more states where we have a weak secretary of state who are not uh, realizing that the voter fraud system in yeah. place now yeah. is so embedded, yeah. uh, I think, in Arizona and in, in, in Pennsylvania, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we have to live there. And, yeah. and that's why McDaniel, as a head of... I'll just yeah. do yeah. a couple of quick things. Yeah. In the month leading to the Arizona election, 42,000 names, quote unquote, changed okay, from one to the other. Yeah. 21,000 new voters were added to the election rolls within a month of the election day. Yeah. How many thousands had businesses as their address? That's illegal. You cannot have tens of thousands. If, if your vote is coming to like a business, yeah. those have to be thrown out, but they weren't. So it's just those are just a couple of very simple yeah. things that are happening in these states. And that's the difference, dude. No, that's I know. And I, I, it's not that I, 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 I hear you, Dave, and it's not that I don't agree with that. My contention is that i'm tired of losing and i want to get i want to use the tactics that they're using and get better at them so that's it that's so that that we can win right so i think i think we have to turn the table on that and we have to use the tactics that they're using that are available to us also and get better at it and start winning and replace ronda mcdaniel and dave let's face it we may have liked the secretaries of state. They were running like Jim Marchand in Nevada and Christine Caramo in Michigan. But guess what? They all lost. They lost. They all lost. And then the one in Pennsylvania, she lost too. So, so like, look, and maybe there was some fraud and whatever. But look, we we lost Pennsylvania, Nevada, uh, Arizona, Georgia. Okay, we're we're not doing well. And I, I wrote a social post about this. I mean, I, it's it's a little bit of a bugaboo for me. But um, I, we need to, you know, did we barely win the house? Yeah, okay, we barely won the house. But hey, that's nothing to write home around. So okay. I, I think we need to get better, faster, stronger. Start using some Mark Elias tactics and yes, uh, start that's, winning. That's it's that's all tied together. I think basically our message is the right one. We are a center right country. We have the winning message. It has to just get out there. We have to spend the money in the right place. Hey, the Dems actually have a manual, you guys, about ballot harvesting. The one in Virginia is has a great name. Uh, do I have it right here? Um, 
It's just the Virginia Democrat Party has instructed activists. They've got a pamphlet, you guys. It's a very well-oiled machine. <laughs> right. We need that too. We do. We do. Absolutely. We do. And because otherwise, as, as it sits now, oh, we didn't even mention the the Chris and Cinema. So here we are. We're fifty-one to forty-nine. All of a sudden, Chris and Cinema, the the uh, senator from Arizona, says, yeah. you know what? I'm independent now. Just announced today. Yeah, big power so she, move, huge power move, yeah. uh, putting herself, I would say, right above Joe Manchin in terms of power players in the UI, United States Senate at this point. Um, it's going to be very interesting. She'll caucus with the Democrats. But I'm going to tell you, Dave, every single time it comes down to a certain decision or not, just like Manchin basically yeah. was holding the entire House hostage with his vote, uh, she could possibly do the same thing. So her doing that, Three day, two days after the Georgia loss with Walker, I think it's uh, <laughs> no, good for it's her. Huge. It's huge. Yeah, her, she's now the most powerful woman in Congress. She and is. Joe Manchin, I think there have been rumors about him switching sides or at least becoming independent for a long time. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, hey, let's wish everybody the best of luck. And I know we have some really true uh, fired up people, new new to Congress that will yes. join Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes. We're going to see some fireworks starting in January. Well, I'm so glad, we you, can't I'm wait glad for that. you mentioned that, Dave. Yeah. So I'll just finish off by saying, you know, of the of the new majority conservatives in the House, the overwhelming majority of that majority are actually MAGA conservatives. Right, right. And that's so key. I think that's going to be super key. They're MJ, they're Marjorie Taylor Greene types, they're 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 Matt Gates types. They're Jim Jordan types, and uh, it'll be a no holes barred um, assault on yes, the CCB controlled Biden regime uh, and the <laughs> yeah, DOJ like and the I Gestapo like FBI that must be taken down. The CCP controlled Biden administration. That sums it up, baby. Sums it up, baby. Hey, listen, Dave, great to see you this week. Fantastic show, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us. Really do. Thanks. And uh, share the show with some right-sided friends, if you don't mind. Uh, check us out on all the usual podcast players of choice. We're out there everywhere. Spotify, Pandora, Google, Apple, etc. And on social media, we are at Rant and Rave 1776 on Getter, Gab, MeWe, and Truth Social. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.